keep an eye on that. All right, we're back. It's your boy, Tamala Harris and Josh <laughs> Biden. <laughs> the uh, undisputed Yeg podcast presidential ticket. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fucking 10 out of 10, Tommy. Don't even try. <laughs> Don't even try to get away from that one. <laughs> what do you mean? Ooh, I, oh, I, I called you 10 out of 10, Tommy, oh, on fucking Saturday. That's funny. Yeah. And you were you were actually loving it. You laughed the hardest I've ever seen you laugh, and I don't I don't think you remember it. <laughs> well, Nathan texted the group and said, "I thought he was rating me ten out of ten, not uh, calling me that." Yeah, that's your but new that's nickname. Funny. I'd rather not be that, but <laughs> <laughs> dug your when you dig yourself a grave, you have to dig yourself out, I suppose. So very true. Yeah. So, howdy ho, neighbor. <laughs> yeah welcome welcome to uh the neighborhood yeah it's pretty uh, neighbor rooney i'm i'm liking it so far yeah it's uh we got it we got some plumbing stuff we got to deal with but other oh than no that, already yeah the the toilet tank is disconnected from the toilet base in our second bedroom or second bathroom sorry so i was uh in there taking a, a poop the other day and i leaned back just ever so slightly and there's a bunch of water that went on the floor i was like oh shit <laughs> Oh wow! How is that? How does it disconnect? Is it like I don't know? It's kind of interesting, is it like but it's totally it's, it's, broken. It's, there's like this much space between the tank and the base, and I think the water is just kind of getting between because obviously oh. the tank flows into the base, yeah, etc. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it, but it must be, be like cracked or something. No, I think it just needs to be tightened down because oh, there's really? literally like a, a space, like a big space. So, but it okay? Maybe it needs to be resealed. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. We got. We got uh, a plumber coming tomorrow, but yeah. other than that, I like the building. It's nice. It's nice. Quiet street because there's nobody driving down it yeah, right now. Yeah, no one can really cut through. I mean, there is construction during the day, which is whatever. I'm on the other side of the building. Doesn't oh, affect me. Oh yeah, I me. guess you don't. Do you not hear it at all? Not really. Oh really? Hey. Also, haven't been here during the day yet. So yeah. Um. Well, Jeff and I usually when they start early, we usually get woken up by it. That's <laughs> <laughs> like 7, 7.30 they usually start. But it's not bad. It's kind of whatever. Yeah, we definitely did defied the no parking thing and put the U-Haul right out front because why not? Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, so that explains our little hiatus last week for our loyal listeners. Who I mean, were kind of, kind of. Kind of. Josh I was also had COVID busy. for one day. Josh was busy moving and we were, yeah, just... Uh, Dealing with that. So, anyways. Yeah. The one day COVID. Right. Yeah. Is that a thing? I guess so. Because I felt like trash that one yeah. day. And I was like, hmm. Well, I mean, well, that's the thing, too, is like, do you, like, should you take a, I wonder what the ruling is on that in terms of like taking a one or, like, let's say you wake up feeling not great, like, whether it mm. be cold or flu like or just kind of gross, like, do you wait? a day or two like obviously limit your contact but i mean right like previously to this i would have just been like suck it off bitch you know it's funny i've been thinking about that too where it's because now the etiquette is almost oh you have something stay home for two weeks you have a sniffle yeah stay home for two weeks yeah can you and imagine saying, what school is going to be like yeah well that's exactly <laughs> what got me thinking about it because I'm like, fuck, man, how often did I look for reasons <laughs> to stay home from school, right? <laughs> you know, so, so if you kind of have that quick and easy out, you know, 
and it's not like I'm saying kids should just go there and be a fucking cesspool, but or maybe they, I don't know. I'm not a vi. Actually, sorry, we are both vi- virologists with seven PhDs. Everything we say is law. Yep. Um, but yeah, do you? I don't know. It's going to be a fucking weird one for school. And, and there's then, also yeah, there's, so many symptoms too. So it's just like everything. Well, and I specifically remember uh, Mrs. Levier. Shout out Mrs. Levier. I think that was one of the te- the grade 10 English teacher. Okay. She was in the back corner of that school. She was like quite mean. But I remember her like getting pissed off at someone and she's like, all right, lit. Because uh, like two students came up to her one day and were like, hey, you know, sorry, I missed yesterday. Yeah. Can you let me know what I missed? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Like, like being pretty reasonable. About yeah. it. They're like, she's like, you know what, guys, you need to stop staying home every time you have the case of the sniffles. <laughs> right. <laughs> and now the etiquette is completely opposite of that, where it's it's kind of made everyone sort of hypochondriacs where it's. We oh, I feel it. But then you're like, kind of, you may wake up feeling a little off one day and you're like, yeah. okay, let's do a little bit of a system check. Am I just, did I not get a good sleep? Am I maybe sick? Is this out? Like I have allergies, Is mm. this some allergies, right? Like, and then, you know, we had, yeah, there was a year ago, we would have like any time, even yeah, a year ago when you woke up feeling a little sick, you would just kind of tough out or yeah. especially when it's like, if there's any kind of gathering or whatever Mm -hmm. you would be like oh well i want to go to this so Mm -hmm. if you're feeling like eight eight point five out of ten even you'd be like "Ah, i'm good to go yeah right 100 percent. we grew up in the uh the tough generation everybody after us is the not tough generation yeah Yeah, we had it real hard in the 90s we did there was actually some funny fucking picture i saw the other day it was like it was a kid with wearing a mask and his dad was like hey Timmy, that's not the mask we gave you to wear to school. And the kid's like, yeah, I traded it with Johnny, who traded his with with Mary or some shit. And I was like, that's exactly what's going to happen. (laughs) Well, and then I also saw another one where it was like a meme someone shared where it was, uh, uh, yeah, same thing. Or it's like, you don't have kids if you don't think your kids are going to like lick their hands and yell Corona and chase their friends around. <laughs> right. So I didn't even think about that one, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, man. It's so, it's so well, it's weird. also like, you know what? Making high school kids play by the rules would probably be easy enough, mm-hmm. but what about, yeah, the the young kids is going to be the hard one. Is that like, how you, like, socialize young children now, though? It's like, you got to be apart from your friends and you got to, yeah, you know, like, yeah. stay in your little fucking bubble boy outfit. and. Well, you know, uh, I've only listened to part of her, but Dr. Rhonda Patrick, she's uh, uh, Joe Rogan. Yeah, regular. I've listened to a couple. Yeah. She's done a few episodes for yeah. sure, but yeah. she's the one with heat shock proteins maybe and sauna use but she's also very about like when you have little kids you should like let them play in the dirt very literally just to build their immune system so Mm -hmm. i wonder what her thoughts are on the school system because you can't you can't just let it run totally rampant i get i do understand that but yeah how is there a point where the hyper sanitation could plausibly do harm to a society as well right probably every single time humans try to you know, like impact on something or they always fuck it up. So <laughs> to be frank, also there's been 
it, it's not even for the kids' protection because there's been literally zero kids under the age of whatever, 12, that have succumbed, right? So it's like, oh, okay. yep. so it's essentially for the protection of the parents. Well, that's exactly it. It's right? like the kid, there's very little health risk to the kid. And that's, I believe, the point is that- Kids are little fucking cesspools too, though. Yeah. Like your, kids, oh, yeah. your kid goes to school, he gets sick, and then he comes home and makes mom and dad sick. Fucking tail of the tape. That happens all the time, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's like trying to stop this- invisible thing mm-hmm. and uh one of our buddies made a very good point the other day it's like you can spread it when you're asymptomatic so how the fuck do you even know and then it's just yeah 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 well that and that's i guess is the argument behind the the whole mask thing right mm-hmm. but then yeah i don't know but then i keep seeing conflicting stuff of how much asymptomatic there is like some people say there's like a 60 percent asymptomatic and some say it's very very low i think nobody knows anything and we're just i think that's the best answer is what like and no one will say that of like well as an expert you have your fucking identity is tied to knowing stuff right yeah yeah so you're like well i definitely for sure know this and then a week later it's like okay i was wrong but now i definitely for (laughs) sure know this yeah well um actually you know what that's a good point so it's a in one of Scott Adams' books. I don't remember which one, but he was talking about this was also years and years ago mm-hmm. talking about expert opinions. I think it was with it a is doctor. how to, it's how it to was, fail. It, it yeah. is in that one, yeah, because yeah. he had a weird speech pattern or something yep. that he developed. Yep, and he went to a lot of different doctors to find it out. But he's basically, I think he says he's like when it comes to expert opinions. They're right on easy things, probably 90% of the time. Mm-hmm. And on hard things, maybe 50% because they're really just making a f- highly educated guess. 100%. And I thought I didn't even think about that quote till literally just now. And I think that's kind of what we're in the midst of, of mm-hmm. people trying to make decently educated guesses and being sort of wrong or sort of right or completely wrong or completely right. And yeah. then having to adjust course that's but. really funny because i'm actually listening to that book mm-hmm. like via audio yeah. uh, audible or whatever and that chapter i just listened to like last week hmm. so interesting yeah and i was like this is 100 percent for the times spot on good job scott yeah. adams yeah i didn't even th- i kind of forgot about that section until just now but i also didn't realize how many things he tried before landing on drawing a cartoon yeah yeah he's a very interesting guy with how he's followed such an unconventional path mm-hmm. right i don't even remember because he was in corporate america for the longest time i don't yeah, remember he was in banking yeah what his other jobs were but yeah yeah i don't know what i don't even remember his story of how he started the cartoon mm-hmm. but it's like pretty it was very clever from a marketing perspective where you know white collar work environment like a lot of people can relate to that right or even any kind of semi-office environment. And then he specifically made all the characters vague enough that yep. you can assign people you know to them, right? It was genius. Oh, yeah. He's actually very, very brilliant with his marketing and whatnot. So mm-hmm. The funniest part about that whole thing is he was, he said or some, he was having an issue with his hand where he couldn't draw on paper. So the timing of how one of the first computers you could draw on came out and Dilbert and everything, essentially the stars aligned and he was able to make a career of it. Because he said if it happened five years earlier, he probably would have given up and had to have stopped cartooning and that would have been it. Hmm. So, Yeah, I guess that's maybe one of the lessons of that book of the dumb timing of 
life, yeah. right? So, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I really, I really like his book. Um, I wonder if his diet has changed though. Now, why? <laughs> he well, he claims to be highly vegetarian, at least oh, in that okay. book. And uh, I don't know if he's his diet has changed or if because obviously that's one of the things that I always question about somebody who wrote a book ten years ago is do you still like follow everything that you hmm. said in this book or does it still hmm. apply to your life? You know, it's funny you say that because I've kind of been thinking that as well too lately, Mm -hmm. especially where it's like books where like they were kind of some more, let's call them internet personalities who were really at their prime kind of 2014 through 2016. Mm -hmm. And at the time, because they speak so definitively in their books that you're kind of like, oh, this is sort of it. But then three, four, five years later, you come back to it and they've largely changed their course of life or whatever so kind of exactly that point of or even in simpler terms like reading somebody's blog and like you said from 2014 and then they have this 2018 contradictory article Hmm. you know yeah i mean we always grow as people yeah that's exactly it and i think i think it's important especially for knowledge or wisdom that is more general advice is to be kind of pliable with it Mm -hmm. right where um like think of like the ricky bobby movie where it's like if you're not first you're last and he bases his whole whole life around that Mm. then his dad's like that literally makes no sense (laughs) right (laughs) you could be second yeah (laughs) or third yeah Yeah, exactly so you know it's maybe there's a good motivational message in that thing of if you're not first you're last like yeah you know push for the highest but at the same time i mean don't you, take it too literally i see right? where you're coming from but i also think that you have to be that you know that polar figure for people to actually listen to you. oh yeah exactly you know? well you have to be in the margins but not the hardcore extremes right yeah. so you have to be just polarizing enough to get attention but mm-hmm. not too hardcore where you're like a very niche product yeah right so um I read this one book about that one time where this guy kind of drew this graph that showed a sort of showed where like, here's the boring middle. Yeah. You're going to be a here's public the figure. Threshold. Here's the threshold. Sure. And then once you cross this line, you're like AOC or Alex Jones and you're just yeah. a little too far yeah. one way or the other where people like some people will like you, but you're off putting like you have to be just fringe enough that people can relate. Yeah. But just contradictory enough that it gets attention too, right? Yeah. So, so that's exactly it. Is like, so if you're listening to internet gurus for anything, they have to make definitive stances. So, um, yeah, you need to you need to have that life advice be a little little fluid in a way too. Yeah, I think you just have to stand on your laurels or whatever. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. yeah, it, philosophically, it's it's an interesting topic to think about because it's like how so? Well, you have to be. Is anything definitively one hundred percent all of the time true? Right. It's are you an objectivist or not? I guess yeah maybe would be maybe the more yeah rude question there in a way. Yeah, objectivism. Like there is a innate observable reality that is, you know, yes or no, and it can be observed and measured, but mm-hmm. it is always one thing right versus subjectivism so mm-hmm. which is that things are kind of pliable so just right. to what you said of is this thing true 100 percent of the time is it like a definitive fact and yeah it more stems to like um 
kind of like even in like political philosophy of like will markets always become x or y like right. is it is it kind of a law is it is something a law of nature right mm. gravity is objectivism in mm. a way that's not exactly the right philosophical word to use but mm. but as an example no matter even if we were a different species with a different numbering system we would still observe and quantify the same thing in roughly the same way right, right? so hmm. i had a, a a tweet the other day that's very similar to that first or last and it, it was a thought that came to my mind and i just it was wrote, your tweet it was my tweet and i actually just wrote it down and i was like essentially you can be two things in life and that is the ultimate you or lesser than and i was like hmm interesting I'll let you think about that one for a second. But it was it was like and then the th- the thought that stemmed from it was every single time I do something, I should ask myself is this getting me closer to that ultimate me or is it getting me further away from that ultimate being? And I was like, "Hmm, maybe this is a way to live your life." So in like a simpler semi cheesy word it kind of being the the best version of of yourself yeah, yeah. Is what you're saying mm-hmm. hmm. intriguing yeah but you can never reach that ultimate you mm-hmm. yeah that ultimate in, you is god or allah or whatever or the universe or yeah. whatever yeah right? so yeah that was it was a thought that just came to my mind when mm-hmm. i was like you know when you're just lying in bed sometimes and you're like Hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I definitely see where you're going. Mm-hmm. I even like, I don't know. I've been good at asking, and we've talked about this before, is like kind of keep asking why and keep unpacking things. And yeah. then it's like, well, why do you do this this way? Well, maybe because your dad did it that way. And yeah. that's because his grandpa did it that way yeah. and his great-grandpa this did it This is how to piss way. your parents off a lot too when you're like five years old. And you're like, but why? <laughs> and then they're like, because of this. And then you'll be like, okay. But why? But what? <laughs> yeah. Like the no phase, the why phase. Yeah. But on exactly that point of like, okay, you go back and kill the grandpa to make your friend stop being annoying or, or whatever. <laughs> right. But the, the, well, yeah, that was morbid. Well, the, but the underlying point being, yeah, I don't know. Just kind of like asking yourself why and almost like self therapizing in a way yeah. of like, why do I do this? And like, there's an inner voice there that like, knows you knows your best you knows what you should be doing mm. at any given time and you you it's funny how often like literally everyone hears your little jiminy cricket mm. but you sort of half ignore it or it's kind of like this elephant in the room with yourself mm. i find <laughs> your little jiminy cricket <laughs> well that's the idea what it is is i guess is it your conscious is it your yeah uh devil or an angel on your shoulder is mm. it is it your inner spirituality, yeah. Scientology, ness. You know what I mean. Scientology is interesting. Like whatever, whatever you want to call it is my point. Yeah. Like everyone has that voice. Yeah, some people. Yeah, yeah. And wars have been fought about who that voice is. I was about to say, like, is that voice you? Is it God? Is it the universe? Either way, point being, like, everyone has their. Yeah, you like at any given point, you know what you should be doing, what you should be doing better. Mm-hmm. Like, you know it. You kind of feel it. There's that little voice there that 
knows the real answer yeah and like you kind of just ignore it right sometimes yeah so it's it's really just it's very simple but hard to like listen to it yeah truly and on days when you are doing the things that that voice says that you should be doing those are good days Mm -hmm. and the days where where you don't do the things that your voice says shit man (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) well you're kind of you know yeah and you're like you're really just hiding from and cheating yourself is what Mm. it comes down to yeah but it's kind of this weird trying to hide from that part of your mind in a way of Mm -hmm. like that knows you shouldn't eat three big macs a day or whatever but (laughs) maybe you're i don't know don't want to cook that day or whatever you know what i mean yeah when we were moving that obviously there's nothing you can cook with right so it's like yeah fucking mcdonald's for breakfast pizza for dinner yeah definitely not yeah (laughs) that's what you kind of got to do right yeah and you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, you fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, sometimes those those weekends happen or whatever, right? Or like, especially moving. I mean, yeah. moving, you're kind of like, the rules go out the window a little bit. So. Yeah. My fucking back is seized up. Yeah. Yeah. Even still. Pretty oh, sore. yeah. Even still. I like got out of bed this morning. I'm like. Am I 85 years old? Do you have a bit of a mobility routine and stuff for your... I do, except when I'm moving. <laughs> yeah, obviously, you're not going to wake up early and do that. Yeah. Have you, like, do you have one that was specific to you, or do you just do kind of, kind of general back well, even stretches? I guess since from being a goalie, like, back in the day, I always just, like, started my day off by stretching. And I almost had oh, to because really? my hips are tight as shit. So, yeah. like, to have a good day, I have to open those bitches up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, no, I just kind of do my own thing every morning and I have like a, a yogic in quotation marks routine that I go through. Yeah. Cool. I actually had a good like 10 minute mobility routine that was Mm kind of, it was more or less full body and it was like half yoga, half active stretching sort of thing. I need to get back into it. My biggest problem with and this is a full-on excuse, but since the gym has closed, yeah. or not closed, has reduced to their time slots yeah, or whatever, yeah. my stretching has just gone downhill because sure. I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't <laughs> have that much time. Need to pump. Yeah, Must lift things up and put them down. Yeah, but I mean, stretching can be done in the fucking park or anywhere, right? So Yeah, that's the thing. It's just making the time to do it, Yeah, right? So yeah. it's hard to do it at home. And you're always like at the gym, Oh, I'll for sure stretch when I get home while I'm, you know, watching a show or whatever. Yeah. Never happens. I got to take a leak right now. Otherwise, right. I'm going right, to make pause. your fucking tan couch not tan. Be like Uncle Leo when he pees on the couch. <laughs> what was I saying? McEwen uh, alumni. McEwen alumni. Trash. Throw it in the trash. You ever get those? Uh, the emails sometimes. Yeah. It's just like a newsletter, though. Yeah. It's like, Not what's that I ever open them, but knew it's like, whatever. McEwen. Trash. Throw it in the trash. Well, what I were mean, we talking about previously, though? We were talking uh, about working out, sleep. Sleeping and hangovers. Hangovers. What was it? I was going to say about the food thing, because you said eating the food after getting drunk, too late. That's for tomorrow. That's what you, like, that's for tomorrow, you know? Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. food's for tomorrow. Yeah. The stuff that you got to have the full stomach going into it, otherwise you're fucked. Yes, that's exactly it. That's yeah. a very good point. Yeah. Because yeah. I've... Fucking donairs after. That's what donairs are for. <laughs> Actually, I think you probably feel best if you do 
a before and after eating yes. for 100. just food in your stomach to kind of process it and stuff. Yeah. So, dude, even like after some weekends where it's like go out for dinner, have drinks, yeah. maybe do a pizza or something Sunday because you're a little hungover. Mm. And then Monday you're like, oh, man, what's wrong with me? I don't feel so good. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> and then you think to yourself, oh, wait a minute. I was just human garbage for uh, a few two, days. Two so. days straight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It'll it'll catch up with you. Yeah. That's the thing is that we're also, we're closer to 30 than 20 now, right? Well, that's exactly it. So it is definitely harder on the old body for sure. Yeah. And yeah, I don't, I don't know. I have a question though. Would it be as hard on the body if we weren't doing it from age 18 and we started at 27? You ever thought about that? Hmm. Interesting. Like if you just were like in a 10 year relationship from 17 to 27, you're like, Oh, I've missed so much of my life. I'm going to go to the bar now. I can't, but I mean, I'm going to go get fucking wasted all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Would you be starting from square one? Huh? Or is it just because as you age, your organs are like, I don't like this poison so much anymore. Right. So, cause someone probably make the argument that, you build up kind of a tolerance or whatever or mm-hmm. your body gets to a degree used to it. Yeah. But I ER one friend this weekend who's definitely out of practice <laughs> and I'm speaking about myself. <laughs> yeah. No, I think, uh, I, there's definitely a, I think there's a level of both. To yeah. It, right. Yeah. Cause if you're someone who like doesn't really drink, you can have like two beers and have it catch a decent buzz for yeah. sure. But I think, I don't know, that's an interesting experiment. It would be hard to definitively tell. I honestly think it is because as your body ages, it just can't process as much shit, whatever that may be. That's probably true. Especially because as you get older and older, like healthy eating, vitamins, etc. gets exponentially more important, right? Yeah, I mean, your recovery is worse at 27 than it was at 22, I guess, too. Yeah, and I'm sure 32 and 37 and so on and so forth, it gets... yeah. Worse and worse, yeah. right? So, yeah, even just like thinking about like little injuries and stuff like that would just heal overnight at twenty. No, take like a month. Oh, a hundred percent, dude. That was even my thing with like getting because I bought a longboard, well, yeah, a skateboard like cruiser, yeah. like it's an old school skateboard, so it's kind of half longboard, half yeah. skateboard, the basically. surfboard of the streets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, like a sidewalk surfer yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, uh, pretty fun. But that was kind of my thing. I'm like, oh man. Like I, I'm not doing the tricks or anything anymore because it's like a sprained ankle or broken ankle at this age. Like yeah, that's just gonna over. be. Well, it'll take a while to heal, and it's also a huge pain in the ass just to deal with. Do I mm-hmm. want to be wearing a boot around for no real good reason and have to deal with that for work and everything? Like that's yeah. I think your twenties are. If you avoid injuries in your twenties, you're pretty good. I fucked up. But, <laughs> but oh man but i mean if yeah because if you avoid them in your 20s you'll be good dude i almost just said yeah i guess neither of us had it <laughs> but i'm thinking like well normal broken bones yeah. of like arms and legs yeah no so <laughs> yeah although if i did it now i don't know if i would have recovered as well so that's probably Your, the thing uh the old back back yeah Well, oh, no, there's definitely something to being younger. You were what, 20? 20. When that happened? Yeah. Your body definitely has a lot more spring back and elasticity. 
Yeah. Oh, most definitely. Age is a huge. Well, I mean, if you fucking break a hip at eighty, you're probably gonna die. Mm-hmm. You know. So, were we talking about that? But there are doctors who say like a broken hip or bone at you know eighty plus is basically a death sentence because yeah. like your body can't really handle the surgery and stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Hopefully, the uh, all the anti-aging Joe Rogan stuff comes a long way by the time we're that age so we can uh, just the Neuralink bro mitigate it you watch the most recent one no they uh, put it in pigs and and then they can like track when the uh, pigs were like tasting and sniffing things so there's like some like they like record the brain signals yeah and it can read the activity make sense of it I guess but I mean it's I don't know if they can make sense of it it just sounded like there was like beep boops Mm. but yeah, they did a live stream on Friday, I want to say. It was it was pretty interesting, but at the same time, I don't know. I'm a skeptic, but I'm also not a skeptic. It's kind of a weird position to be. There's like, I don't know if you could fucking write into the brain. Also, this technology is not new. Like, this technology has been out since the fucking 90s. We knew that we could control artificial limbs with brain waves since, like, mm-hmm. you know... 20, 25 years ago. Right. We knew that. So I wonder if it's just another case of Elon and don't get me wrong. Elon's fucking, I think the third, fourth or fifth richest person in the world. Now Elon's got a good thing going, but Elon's also king of hype. Oh yeah. King of hype. If anybody is king of hype, it's Elon hmm. 100%. Right. Right. And, and taking technology and packaging it in a pretty exterior. Yeah. He wins that hands down. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> they, they do. He does do a good job of that, of kind of the marketing. And, Absolutely yeah. amazing. Yeah. Tesla truck. Bro, Tesla's worth more than Walmart now. What? <laughs> okay. That like, I don't know. Does that blow your mind? Yeah. Well, it shows you the stock market is kind of like whatever. It's it's not like. What's the uh, Matthew McConaughey? Fugazi. It's, it's all fairy dust, bro. Yeah. Fugazi? Yeah. Is that it's, right? Yeah, I believe so. It's all feelings, you know. Fugazi, it's like fugazi, I feel, it's a wazi, I feel it's a woozy. exactly. It's a I can't whistle. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Fairy dust. I think fu. Yeah, exactly. I believe that's a term to describe a fake painting. Is the origin, yeah. origin of that? Yeah. But man, no company exemplifies that more than Tesla. Well, even I was uh, listening to something that, you know, I mean, it made so much sense because it was said simply because, like, it's no secret the economy as a whole is kind of rough, especially for small and medium-sized businesses yeah. right now and throughout probably the world, let yeah. alone North America. Yeah. But then the Dow is, like, crazy high, but it's because <laughs> all the indicators use the largest companies and all the largest companies are, are doing, doing really, amazing really well. right now. Yeah. yeah. Fucking Bezos is worth 200 bill. Honestly, man, like not to be part of the communist horde to knocking at the door. Yeah. Like I don't even fully oppose Bernie's proposed tax of all the wealth gained yeah. during the pandemic because it's kind of ridiculously, you know, one-sided. especially because Jeff one-sided. Bezos planned the it's whole one-sided. thing. Right. Yeah. So, but here's the thing. I, 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 See, this is a very interesting scenario to be yeah. in because it's like any single time you're like corporatism isn't capitalism, you have both sides being like you're a fucking either you're a communist or you're 
a runaway capitalist. Mm-hmm. Also, just a tangent here for a second. Jay Dudge just hit me up on Instagram. How do you like those road mics? We'll answer that question on air. <laughs> you have to listen. Um, these are really good, actually. Um, definitely. Okay. This is... The pod mic. Yeah, the road pod mic. I think it's 150 or so, so it's pretty reasonable. Yeah. Um, for And the quality is good. It's it's a decent bit better quality than um, the mics we use at the office. Um, yeah. And I believe it's a dynamic mic, which is what you have as well there. Yeah, I'm using the fucking Shure SM58, yeah. which is a fucking vocal mic pretty for concerts like and shit. and stuff, but still. Yeah. But no, uh, really good mic, actually. Um, there you go. Yeah. I just replied with he answered it on the air for you. You have to listen to the whole fucking yeah. episode. <laughs> Suck it, Jackson. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, they back are to quite a- heavy, but they're a really solid build. I don't know. I'm pretty happy with this. I bought this for my real estate videos because I did actually want to buy the Sure Joe Rogan mic. Yeah. But they are sold out in Canada because everyone's <laughs> starting their quarantine podcast. Yeah. Um, but this was a good alternative. It looks cool. It looks like a podcast mic. Yeah. Back to what we were talking about though previously was the whole capitalist. Yeah, like runaway runaway markets. Yeah, and it's like corporatism versus yeah. real capitalism. Yeah, and there's differences. You know, like there's winner take all capitalism and it's like is that how it should be or is it should be like mom and pop shops can thrive and, you know, sole proprietors and small business and mm-hmm. and I mean arguably that's the right direction to go. You know, like if you want to be a fucking entrepreneur, you can be, if you want to work for a small business, which is generally the biggest employer in most countries is small business. Right. As a whole, as a whole. Um, but yeah, like I always run into that criticism, criticism. It's like, Oh, you're a fucking commie. If you're like corporatism, isn't real capitalism. It's like, well, it's, but it's it not really, really isn't because it's the not. problem with our system is we have capitalism up until it doesn't, until it's inconvenient. Yeah. And then they switch to statism, socialism, communism. Yeah. Easiest example is the 08 bailout. Yeah. And basically anything where, um, whenever the government underwrites an industry, it becomes Mm -hmm. a runaway train. And that's why there's like AIDS drugs that are $10,000 a pill or whatever. It's because the government will underwrite, like it doesn't cost that much money to take a pill packer and the ingredients and stuff them together. Right. So, it's because the government underwrites the industry so you can just run away with it. And the same thing happened with mortgages. It's arguably kind of happening again with some mortgage stuff. Also just with the stock market as a whole with inflationary yada, yada, yada. Well, I mean, stuff the I Fed, don't even fully understand. The Fed but. owns more stock than anybody else right now. How so does that work? The United States Federal Reserve owns fucking stock in private companies. Well, not pri- private, sorry, public companies. So, the Federal Reserve is one of the largest investors in the entire world now, right? Hmm. So they're invested in the U.S. stock market. Really? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Well, part of the whole bail, like this whole whatever pa- stimulus package, whatever it was, $2 trillion, a lot of there's contingencies on ownership of public stock and stuff, right? So, oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting. Absolutely. Yeah. But, yeah, man, like if this was real capitalism, there would be no bailouts. There would be no fucking $40,000 business grant per year. There would be no, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and I mean, it's, you know, it's, I'm the, I can be the first to admit that like, because there's kind of in the more people who le- lean more capitalist will say, oh, well, there's never been a proper capitalist system out there to test if it really works. 
which sounds eerily like the communist people out there who say, well, there's never been a real communism out there that doesn't work. So perhaps it is a scenario that only exists in a lab sort of thing to a degree, but they're, I don't know. But essentially what it comes down to is, yeah, like it's life's not fair, but it's kind of ridiculous that one guy doubled his billionaire net worth and in the course of six months all yeah. the uh you know all the main streets have to shut all their doors and there's a million for lease signs and shit right that is kind of the thing where it's like fuck like okay, small business has to shut down but uh you know he can do whatever fucking walmart wants. can do whatever they want yeah. and yeah yeah i don't know man yeah i don't know they uh in but Amazon's so goddamn convenient, dude. Like, I I buy so much more shit on there than I, I did before this. I know. Goddamn. <laughs> mics, bro. It's always the mics. It's always the mics, man. Yeah. Technical difficulties. Difficulties. Oh, man. That's the story of podcasts. I know. But that's, like, technology in general. It's like... Yeah, it's kind of going to do something, I guess. It's so. like we figured this shit out before, but now something's changed. And now it doesn't work anymore. But Yeah, now it doesn't like us. So, yeah. I don't know. We got it, though. This fucking wire. I think it's this wire, man. This wire I have had for too long. It's time yeah. to get a new cable. Yeah. Oh, do I maybe have a... I mean, it's a little too late, but I might have a USB? random XLR to USB cable Jeez. somewhere in my drawer or closet of random technology. That's crap. okay. Let's give the people this rambling incohesive podcast because it's gone from like here to like here to like here to yeah like, yeah that's it where kinda, i like it it disrupts the chi when it uh cuts out mid thing like that so yeah and i take like four leaks during an episode and yeah man that is annoying do you want me to get my pee bottle well no i will I get mean, my pee bottle. you should because i was thinking about this too because someone was telling me you know they're like oh you do drink a lot of water <laughs> but i think i kind of overhydrate if anything ah, yeah. and you probably do too right sometimes or i used to that's for sure yeah definitely used to yeah definitely overdo it um to a point where it's uh you would kind of have to reset your system a little bit like i'd think the like it's probably better to aim for 2.2 a day versus like four or whatever right like i think i'll go get my fucking tropicana bottle for us bro yeah i mean well it also needs to be like a. have begun thinking of it more as like a sort of a discipline sort of thing mm. of like just kind of controlling your mind and body sort of thing. Yeah. Cause I just think about Joe Rogan, how he sits there for like two and a half hours drinking like coffee and beers and shit and never gets up to pee. Like almost never, but There's also th- probably used to it. Well, that's the thing, but yeah. Done 1600 episodes and drinks how much coffee and fucking yeah, yeah. booze. It is, it is impressive when you think about it, especially cause I've seen the odd episode where he gets up and goes to the yeah. bathroom you're like, oh, shit. Those, like, Alex Jones three-hour marathon. Yeah, exactly. The only ones that he does. Yeah. But. Gives him the uh, mic un- unprecedented, just in case. Yeah. Maybe No, you know what? He's wearing a catheter. Fuck you. Maybe. Maybe. He has a contraption under there. If I was making 100 mil a fucking year or whatever it is, I would put a catheter in for every single show. Could you just have, like, more like, like a spaceman suit? sort of thing yeah or a diaper yeah you can just yeah, piss yeah, in yourself okay. uh, i mean yeah i guess i guess that's less invasive but at the same time i would do a catheter for a hundred million dollars a year for sure i did it for free <laughs> exactly boom 
Those are fun. Don't recommend. Yeah, aren't they a little hard to use? Especially for dudes, man. You got to, like, stick it up your pee hole. Well, don't you have to, like, kind of, like, relax? Like, you can't force yourself. There's no relaxing when you're sticking something up your pee hole. I guess not. (laughs) You can't breathe that out, dude. Sorry to tell you. (laughs) You can't just, like, okay, deep breaths. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just keeping an eye on your levels here because now I'm paranoid about this because this thing is giving us grief today. <laughs> um, so, uh, oh, speaking of pissing, yep, I saw this guy, <laughs> this homeless dude, the other day, just down here on the corner by the Tops Liquor and Convenience Store. Yeah, because I parked there and I was going in to grab something, and there's this one homeless guy just standing on the corner, yeah, with his pants swagged all the way down. Nice, like so, like literally, like. Soldier Boy 07, like nice. like mid thigh. I'm like, okay. And he's just standing there kind of yelling at the world. And, you know, I mean, frankly, it's midday. It's midday on White Ave, like to be expected kind yep. of thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, hang on. I'm just checking my monitoring. Yep. Hang on. How's mine? Oh, yeah, we're good. This is so annoying. <laughs> uh, it's nice to be audio only. I can cut all this down, make nice. a coherent conversation. Yeah. Um, so he's standing on the corner with his pants swagged all the way way down. Yeah. Yelling at the world. And I'm just kind of, it's white ab during the daytime. So you just don't pay him any mind. You just kind of walk around him, right? So yep. it's whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I walk out of the store and I'm walking and then I like see this liquid on the ground and sidestep it because I'm like, what the fuck? And then I realize I'm like, I think that dude pissed on the ground while he was just standing here. Yeah. I don't know if he went down his pant leg or just out the front because he had his pants pulled down, but he, I almost stepped in it and I'm like, oh my God. So he was just standing on the corner professing to the world about who knows what. Yeah. And pissing himself at the same time. Yeah. 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 It was great. It was great. Yeah. Fucking if you want to see that all day, go to East Hastings Street in Vancouver. Have you seen uh, the new camp, Yehewin or whatever, Akewin? The new homeless camp across from Telus Field. Is that what that is, or is that a protest? I honestly don't know. No, it's 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 it is a homeless camp, and okay. it's there's some level of like community outreach people there and stuff, yeah. and it has to do with because there was a homeless thing at the expo center that got shut down, so a lot of those people have relocated over there. Gotcha. Okay. I thought it was. I, thought it was I think there's a degree of protest to it because their argument is that it's native land or something like that, and that's why it's sure camp and a uh, key or whatever it gotcha. is. But that being said, I have noticed since that opened because we're on the south side mm-hmm. of the river here. Yeah, there's noticeably way less homeless people around on the south side. They've all kind of migrated over there. Yeah. Huh. I had no idea. Also. Do we even have a team in Edmonton that plays at Telus Field in regular times? No, no. Oh, no. I think uh, I think they still have the Edmonton prospects, but that may have ended. Uh, um, fucking it, trappers, bro. Bring back yeah, the bring trappers. Yeah, bring back the trappers. Dude, yeah. that was... I think that was actually triple A. May have been double A. I do know it was good baseball. At least I thought it was when I was three years old, so... I can remember. I can't remember watching the game because I was really not into baseball at all as a kid. Yeah. But I remember being there and the mascot and shit. But um, I remember having you know those Twizzlers that you like used to be able to tear apart. Yep. I remember I hit somebody with it at the game. I remember that. Like swatted him with it or yeah. threw it at them. No, like just, just hit him. Like whip. Just for out. fun, or they were I guess getting so. in your way, or what? 
I just, I don't know. I was three years old. What the fuck am I supposed to know? <laughs> um, yeah, it was actually, they were actually like a pretty decent team, I believe, or like a decent level of play. Hmm. Yeah, maybe nowadays, now that people are more, that was back when like Edmonton had like no cool things at all. And now people are a little more like downtown River Valley-ish. I bet mm-hmm. it could probably go better. But no, they have, uh, they had the Edmonton prospects for a while. They may be gone, but they were in like a, it was like a, canadian college summer league yeah. so they're technically club teams but of college level players but canadian call it's uh, the leagues are really confusing or whatever so it's, confusing yeah it's not quite like junior hockey or whatever yeah or well that one's just a little more standardized i guess so are teams playing speaking. again now or are they not playing did they for did what they boycott everything or like baseball what? no like every sport oh i think well there were hockey games on last night so i think the week off is over okay I don't know. Yeah. Somebody, they were boycotting something. Uh, yeah, I think so was the NBA. I think they just all took a week off for, for that. Oh, a full week. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And I believe that was last week and happened now. Gotcha. Fuck yeah. man. So what happens when you don't have cable in a new home? No yeah. idea what's going on. No idea what's going on. Yeah, I mean, well, even once the Oilers lost, because I, I don't really watch hockey. Like, I just had it on last night just f- for whatever, because I was kind of bored, wanted mm-hmm. background noise. But I'm like, oh, man, like, I have literally no idea what's going on in hockey. Like, I had to go look. I had to Google the playoff bracket, see all the, yep. what the series are at and stuff, and I don't even, uh, I don't think I retained any of it. So, <laughs> out of sight, out of mind, I guess. Same with basketball. I have no idea what's going on. No idea but whatsoever. But I, I never do, unless the Raptors are good, because yep. then everyone kind of hears about it, and you're like, oh, I guess the Raptors are I jumped are on good. the bandwagon so. last year to for the playoffs or whatever. Yeah, I barely watched any games. I don't really? know. Yeah. Base, or basketball just doesn't do it for me. I don't huh. like to sit and watch sports too much. I can watch hockey when the Oilers play. That's about it. Yeah. And then, like, Super Bowl. Hmm. Namely, because I just want to eat, like, 6,000 calories in one sitting. But... Uh, Pay Fair a point. little bit of attention to the football, I guess. Fair point. Yeah. I usually watch the Grey Cup, I guess. Yeah. With the Edmonton football team? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Did you see? Well, I don't think they've decided on one yet. No, I don't think they have either. Yeah. So apparently the stats nationwide were about 50-50 for people's uh, kind Opinion of yes or it? no about changing okay. the name, which was quite interesting, right? Hmm. Yeah. What did the... Uh, and I believe within the native community, it was about a 50-50 split. What do you call well. people that live in none of it? Uh, Inuit. Inuit. Okay, yeah. what was the Inuit's opinion on it? I believe it was a split thing as well. Uh, um, yeah. Because Eskimo is not inherently a derogatory term. It's that it became one, right? Because it, it it's, actually a, it's actually a word in, uh, I believe, the Inuit language or one of the northern native languages. It means like... It means one who laces snowshoes, I believe, is the translation. So basically calling a Inuit person who walks around in snowshoes, like in their language you call that, it roughly translates to Eskimo, like there's an accent on it or well, something. Well, here's the thing. is When the Edmonton Eskimos were winning, nobody cared. <laughs> but when they started losing every season and sucking ass, now I get it. They're giving Eskimos a bad name. <laughs> Maybe the negative association. That's 100% I don't know. what it I is. Think it's, well, no, I think it's also because there was so much. Well, they've been making, even like South Park. When did South Park did the one making fun of the Washington Redskins, Redskins like yeah. years ago, yeah. right? Um, and I think Eskimo, Edmonton Eskimo was always flew under the radar, yeah. right? Just because it was, 
CFL. sort of a halfway between. It's a CFL. Yeah. Nobody cares. Americans don't know about it, yeah. right? So, yeah. yeah, I don't know. You know what? If it's if, if it, it really if it really happy. bugs that yeah exactly if it really bugs that many people okay go ahead and change it like yeah. I'm not gonna vehemently defend it for like history's sake yeah. but I see both sides of the argument right where yeah it's, it affects me zero yeah me I too, don't right? I don't watch them regardless of what they're I don't was, watch so. them I'm not a native person yeah I I don't really have a strong opinion on it either way no if you think it's good because it draws attention to your history good if you think it's an offensive term i respect that too maybe we'll just make it easy and change it right but then the funniest was then because part of their branding was like one empire which is so painfully cheesy to start off with Mm -hmm. and then they're like oh but empire brings uh thoughts of colonialism which is bad so we can't do that one so i don't know what the front running is now but uh yeah Edmonton eyesores. <laughs> the Boom. Edmonton tear down this dumpy old arenas. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I think, uh, well, but think about uh, European soccer. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, there's a lot of teams, or even Edmonton FC. Like, just there's like City Football Club, City Hockey Club in yeah. a lot of European leagues. Yeah. Maybe you can do that, I guess, right? Like, just. Washington Football Club, Edmonton Football Club. Sure. I guess so. Yeah. Who cares? But then they'll get confused with soccer clubs and then it'll be all, f- it's a fucking clusterfuck again. Yeah. The European teams will show up here. Yeah. Canadian football teams will show up there in Europe. Yeah. They're like, we're Canadian not even playing football. the same fucking sport. Yeah. Yeah. It is weird that American football is called football when you think about it on like a global context, mm-hmm. like obviously the viewership and stuff is much bigger and America kind of still runs the world and definitely did for a very long time. Mm-hmm. But, uh, there's no kicking involved. It does make a little more sense to call what we call soccer football. Like where does soccer even come from? That's a good question. I don't know. Yeah. I don't play it. Everybody did though. Everyone played soccer a little bit as a kid. I stopped playing when I started body checking people because I was playing hockey too and I thought all sports included body checking. (laughs) Did you actually body check? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. I remember when I was a little kid, like somewhere in the range of 8 to 11 years old, I'd guesstimate. Yeah. I learned how to deke in soccer and was like the first kid who knew how to deke. Amazing. And I would like score. Oh, God, hang on. This guy's got it. Hang on, I accidentally clicked something. Oh, no, we're still recording. We're good. This guy's got an IQ of 170. Who, me? You. Oh, yeah. First deeker. Yeah, but no, I, I literally figured it out, and it's not. it wasn't even that hard. It would be like I would be running one way and stop and just make a sharp turn and kick the ball the other way, yeah. and the kids would be like tripping over their feet and shit, and I would score like three goals a game. Sheet. It was sick. Sheet. Yeah. I was a real prodigy. Should have stuck with that over uh, over hockey. <laughs> Dude, I remember playing against my one friend on the other team, and I, like, deked his buddy so hard that his friend fell down. And he's like, Thomas, you hurt my friend. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, I'm so good. <laughs> one of my buddies in the neighborhood was always fucking, he was just a solid dude. 
and like you were playing against kids that weren't solid dudes and like yeah. a kid would like try to run around him and he would just stand in the kid's way and the kid would just bounce off of him pretty yeah. much and it was just it was great it was great i remember those days oh yeah classic classic i think i stopped playing soccer because i would always just play community league soccer like we didn't we didn't play far along, enough along to really get to club levels because yeah. we were just playing kid stuff i was a really good goalie too when there was the little nets <laughs> you know, like the little nets and doing the like ball? butterfly <laughs> yeah dude no goalie. fucking yeah seriously dude soccer goalie is the worst especially at professional levels yeah when it's like the free kicks because you basically look like an idiot on national television yeah, when you jump the wrong because you're just taking an educated guess of which way the guy's gonna shoot yeah and you're just like it's painfully funny when you misjudge yeah. and you dive so hard to the other side and the guy shoots at the other side you look like an idiot. <laughs> I don't even, yeah. Goaltenders in soccer, I don't know. That one's that one's a position I, one of my buddies did that. Like, mm-hmm. actually played, I think, U of A, too. I was like, I, I just don't get it. I don't know how you can do it. It's a hard position. And you're kind of like playing, You're compared to goalies in other sports, you're just covering so much, a, such a large net. Yeah. But you still sort of half play defense when you, like, kick it up and stuff, too. But so you're weird. also so, like... You're def- you're almost futile against the ball because it's such a big net, small ball, and you're wearing thick gloves. <laughs> yep, that's pretty much it. So, <laughs> yeah, I know. Weird, weird sport. All sports are weird, man. It's like when you really think about it. This now we're just yeah, exactly. We're just all used to it. But if you yeah. think about it, especially if you're like, well, especially lots of Americans because they're so used to baseball, football, and hockey is more of the fringe sport up there. Yeah. Or down there. Um, to a lot of Americans talk about hockey and they're like, oh, I just can't get into it because it's weird yeah. to them. Like, oh, who thought of putting blades and a puck yeah. and a stick? It and I'm like, really when you weird. do think about it, it makes really more sense weird. to just use your hands to carry a ball around. Yeah. That's a little more natural, I suppose, versus... Uh, sticks and skeets and so weird yeah a little strange yeah i've never even thought about it that way humans we're fucking weird man well it's almost when you take a step back and think about anything it's weird right yep if you think about it enough yep fucking tables tables chairs yeah the conventional toilet yeah modern toilets were actually invented by a watchmaker which is why there's the argument that they're not ergonomically designed Mm -hmm. for like how your uh, digestive system works. They're meant for your wrist. Aha. Ihi. Uhu. Nice. Is, jo- is Josh a father? Dad jokes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> classic. Classic. Um, yeah. But anyways, when you really think about anything, it is... Uh, it is odd. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me write it. Look at my read my random notes. By the way, sure. I've been looking at my random thoughts I've jotted down over the week, not yeah. texting whoever you may be texting. Nobody. I want to look like I have friends, but there's no camera. Babe, I miss you so much. <laughs> uh oh. So another thought that crossed my mind. Walking into convenience stores. Okay. Because I was walking into the convenience store the other day. Realized I forgot my mask, which how many times have you done that? You're like walking in the store. You're like, oh, fuck. So you have to turn around and go back and get it. Yeah. But I'm walking up and the guy kind of sees me and he's like, points to his mask. I'm like, oh, my bad. Be right back. 
go into my car, put on my pan bandana. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm wearing a hat, sunglasses, and a bandana. And then yeah. it's like, oh, now you can come into the convenience store. Amazing. Yeah. Versus a year ago, it would <laughs> be, there were literally signs that was like, no, no hat, no, no sunglasses, no, no face, face covering. covering. Yeah. And then I'm like, isn't it funny how we've changed so much and that I'm not allowed into the store unless I'm wearing my Yeah, the bandana. demons are the people not wearing face coverings. The funny, I did that one time too. It was just to get a fucking air at Shell. Yep. And I walked in, didn't have my mask on. And he was like, sir, can you put on a mask? I was like, yeah, but can you just turn on the air thing? And he was like, okay, sounds good. And I just walked out of the store and turned and used the air hose. I guess you could stand at the entrance and be like, turn on the air thing. Yeah. Or we went to the indoors. eco center yesterday yeah. and they made people wear masks inside of the fucking, there's like a building the there. The enclosure. Yeah. Because, yeah, well, if you read the bylaw, it's like any building, indoor building or that is mostly enclosed or something yeah. like that. So I had to wear one inside that building Yeah. and nobody had one on them. So I took off my shirt and wrapped it around my face. Well, isn't that a funny thought of, if you walk into a store and forget it, you can't just do this. I'm just yeah. pulling my t-shirt up over my nose and mouth. Yeah. I, I think they'd be like, uh, you got to put a real one on. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you're trying to walk around the grocery store like this. Yeah. But if I go home, cut up that same t-shirt and tie it to my face. It's all good. Now I can wear it around. I said to the one lady that was working there, I was like, I- I'm so safe now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's like, again, I don't disagree with the principle, but mm-hmm. when it's little, like it just creates tedium, right? Like in little instances, and then perhaps you could argue, oh, well, if you let it go on little instances where it's like, oh, I'm just going in the store for one thing, it kind of escalates and then people eventually aren't wearing it, I guess. I guess. I still think the wearing into the gym thing is this is so funny. Quite annoying. Well, also the magical land of sitting down at a table to have breakfast or drink coffee and you don't have to wear one yeah I mean, it, it it does make sense because if you're not walking around and the people are the tables are far enough apart mm. according to the experts yeah expert backed science it probably won't spread to you but then i guess there's argument of circulated air systems right? magical so. every single time i do it it's like it's magic yeah i don't know i don't know i i don't Again, I don't disagree with it, especially in like a crowded spot. It's like, mm-hmm. you know what? It just, if it just makes it easy, cool, right? But yeah. I'm nodding my head. Yeah, it's it's something where I also, well, uh, no, we've done a good job of not talking about this shit too, too much today. Yeah. But like the conversation just circles back to pandemic masks, et cetera, et cetera. So often it's... yeah. It's kind of just tiring. It is. It 100%. really is. That's why I try to do... I think it's because it's so novel. Do our best to change the conversation a little bit, right? Yeah. So. Well, I think it's just because it's like a novel thing and nobody's ever done it before. So you like... But at the same time, people have adjusted to stimulus, right? Yeah. And I, I knew it would kind of happen eventually where... Because people... Humans adjust to new stimulus. Mm-hmm. So eventually... We've sort of come accustomed to this because I remember in like April, if you were like out of the house, even to go to the store, you felt kind of like bad. 
you're yeah. like, oh shit, like I shouldn't be here. It was kind of a weird, guilty, sketchy feeling, mm. yeah. right? But now it's like, like I'm out. I guess I can't go to the bars or concerts. <laughs> I'm supposed to wear a mask to places. Yeah. You're just sort of used to it, right? Like we, we do adjust to new circumstances, right? So. We are frogs in a boiling pot of water. That's it. That's exactly it, right? Well, it's uh, it's how much you you adjust to new stimulus. Like it's a dramatic, sharp incline in your uh, reactions, and then it kind of tapers off. Mm-hmm. But and you get back to a relatively normal baseline, more or yes. less. So yeah. Uh, um, well, I believe we're kind of back to our regularly scheduled programming now. Um, yep. I don't plan uh, on catching. Well, I guess hopefully not have to take any more time off. Who knows? But uh, we live in the same building now, so yeah. Huh. You can come down to my unit and be like, "Where the fuck are you?" Yeah, exactly. So we may be slightly changing where we record, but no guarantees. But we might have a sweet new studio space sometime soon. We may, or we might not. We might not too. All things in life are really a 50-50 chance of yes or no. <laughs> so we'll see how that happens. We'll see what happens. And then there. you throw maybe in there, and then it fucks everything up. But is maybe not really just saying yes or no? But maybe is sometimes yes and sometimes no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe is 33% chance? No, I don't even know. I don't know. This is too much brain stimulation for me. All right. Well, uh, thanks. Uh, we hope you missed us, and we will uh, we'll see you next week, and we'll be back to uh, the old guest Aroonies. Um And yeah, maybe I'll probably do one or two of just the boys' episodes per month, and kind of uh, go from there. Absolutely. Ten hour live stream at ten thousand listens. We're almost there. So, <laughs> ten hours. Oh my god. We should just keep people coming. Like a rotating door in and out the That's kind of what I was thinking. Nice. I don't know if I'd be able to go 10 hours. I might 10 die. hours would be hard. Duncan Trussell and Joe Rogan just released a podcast today or yesterday where they did uh, five hours. <laughs> like five and a half. <laughs> so, I don't know. It would be tough. I think PewDiePie did a 10-hour live stream for something. I don't remember what it was. It was a 10-hour Minecraft no live stream. goddamn way, man. Well, it would literally be like, all right, I'm going to go eat lunch and take a dump. You guys just watch the <laughs> Twitch stream here. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, you have to be somewhat entertaining for that whole 10 hours. Well, that's exactly the thing, right? Yeah. So, I'm well, good for about five minutes. <laughs> we got about 45. Let the guests take on about yeah. half of that as well. And then uh, we're good to go. <laughs> I have an idea. We'll talk about it off. All right. All right. Okay. Peace out, everyone. Peace.